everyone and welcome to the 13th episode of the freezing nomad podcast (laughs) this isn't going to be a spooky episode i just wanted to do that because this is my 13th episode official 13th episode and it is recorded on a friday go figure (laughs) but i just want to say a quick thank you to everyone for your support It has been an incredible journey doing this podcast, and I wasn't really expecting it to take off like it did, but thank you from the top and bottom of my heart, from my toes to my head. I appreciate all your support. This has been a lot of fun for me, just talking about right now World of Warcraft and different Blizzard games, and I I can foresee the future where I'm continuously doing this, so thank you, listener, for your support. Everyone who reaches out to me on Discord, on Twitter, all of you guys. You guys are what keep me trucking on this this whole endeavor, and I deeply, deeply appreciate it. But anyways, hello everyone. Welcome to the Freezing Nomad Podcast. Battle for Azeroth is finally out, and Heroes of the Alliance and Warlords of the Horde have finally begun their endeavors on their respective islands. Alliance went to Kulturas. Horde went to Zandalar. Zulzar? <laughs> We're all exploring and having fun, collecting Azerite, questing, power leveling, killing each other, and we're all just having a great time. I know I am. And today we're going to talk about these different ex- adventures I've had and experienced so far in Battle for Azeroth. Let's go ahead and get this episode started. Battle for Azeroth dropped about 3 o'clock my time, 3 p.m. I think that was the actual time that the uh, the expansion dropped for us West Coasters. Everyone else had different times, but congratulations to Blizzard for their incredibly smooth launch. Like, I, I didn't see too many problems as, you know, like other expansions. I was there for Wrath, I was there for Cataclysm, I was there for Legion. I think Legion had one of the smoother launches that I had seen. And then now this. Like, Legion was super smooth, and Battle for Azeroth was incredible for the the task that Blizzard had to undertake. A global, worldwide release. That, man, just huge props. Huge flipping props to all the, the men and women that put their heart and souls into this game. I just, I, I love it, because you can see all the hard work that goes into this game. And I just, I, I, I can't, I can't thank them enough for all of that. You know, like, a lot of people, when they go to their jobs, they go to their daily jobs and have, like, a really crappy time. And I'm sure there are people at Blizzard who have a crap time, but they don't let that get in the way of their work and their passion, which I, I commend. I, I really do, because I know it's hard for me at work to stay happy chipper and want to focus on work. But, yeah, I know, I know I'm just, right off the bat, I'm just, like, totally, like, just bowing down to Blizzard. But, hey, I, I have to gush about it. But anyways... So I come home around like 4 o'clock and G- Gabrielle's already playing and 
I just I'm like I'm super stoked to like finally sit down and and see everything and I I thought I would have a hard time choosing which character I wanted to play first, but it was so simple. I boosted an orc shaman over on Earth and Ring to join AIE. They've been really cool. I, I really like watching the chat swing by, and I like it when people bring up topics. And it's just it's a really chatty guild, and it's it's different for me because I usually like to play World of Warcraft solo, and this time around I don't want to do that. I want to be involved. And I, I found a home in AIE, so thank you. If, it, if like any of you listen, I really thank you and appreciate everything that you guys do, all the little chats and how nice everyone is. It's, it's enjoyable. And same thing with like CTR, any of those top of the notch skills. Like when they say, hey, we'll, we'll take you, like let's, let's join up. They ain't lying. And they got some really cool people in there. And I always tell people that, like, at work when they are uh, when they talk about World of Warcraft or I catch somebody and they ask me, like, hey, what servers do you play on? And, you know, I tell them and they're like, well, I, I don't, I'm not in a guild. I just play solo. I, I try to recommend them and I explain to them the World of Warcraft community and the podcasts and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, you, you know how conversations go. People tell you, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. And then they never do. But, hey, I like to throw it out there. Anyways... So I log into my Orc Shaman, and I, I'm, i like, bouncing in my seat because Sylvanas is like, Champion, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, yes, Dark Lady, I am ready. I'm ready to fight the Alliance. I'm ready to do this. So I know I was trying to keep Battle for Azeroth spoiler-free for me. Only thing I knew was that the Horde, spoiler alert, by the way, the Horde goes to Stormwind to, uh, to, to break out somebody. And that's all I knew. And I was like, okay, it's obviously Saurfang, because, you know, the battle for Lordaeron, Anduin cuffs him. Cool. So I thought it was that. So when you go, you find Saurfang, but you're not there for him, and he doesn't even want to go back. He's like, I can't. I will never fight for her horde. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) well, you're lost, buddy. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. But yeah, so it turns out you're actually there to rescue some Zandalari trolls, Princess Talanji and Zul. And coming from Heroes of the Storm, every time I hear Zul, I think of the Necromancer. So it was kind of like, uh, it was hard to make that brain shift. But the Zul, Zandalari troll dude, he, he's got that whole vibe to him. He's got that pale skin, white hair. He, he totally got that vibe. But yeah, it's it's a really cool scenario because you're breaking them out and there's like alliance characters you've never really seen before. You know, like it's like they're top of the lot, top of the lot, top notch police force. It's like almost like the mage SWAT team. They're like, ah, oh, don't let them escape. And they put up barriers and Talanji's like, I don't care. She knocks out these barriers and this prophet Zul is telling you where to go. And you're, you're it's really cool because it, it stockades. And you're in an alliance dungeon, essentially, and you're running through it as a horde character, and you're fighting your way out. There's, like, I think there... No, there wasn't a jailbreak, but there's just, like, a lot of prison guards, like, ah, don't let him escape, obviously, because, you know, you're you're horde, and blah. So, eventually, you get out of the stockades, and you're running through Stormwind, and it was so cool, because if you played a rogue in Legion... And you're getting your assassination daggers. It was it had that same kind of feeling, like you're sneaking around Stormwind and you're stealthing around because the prophet well actually no, it's it's Rokon, the uh the the what is it, the Shadow Hunter? Shadow Hunter troll guy, yeah. Shadow Hunter Rokon. He stealths you and like everyone in your little group 
By everyone, I mean Solange, Zul, and I can't remember who else was with us. I don't remember. I'm going to kick myself in the butt for not remembering. Thalrissa! Duh! <laughs> you only spent an entire expansion with her, and you think I could remember her. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's you and those characters, and you're sneaking around Stormwind, you're avoiding guards, there's sirens and, you know things looking for you there's a town crier it's like oh watch out everybody there's horde here and the you see like the town guards like oh crap i'm scared we're on high alert and it it just gives you like this feeling of like like intensity like things can go wrong i mean yes it's a video game but you can't help but lose yourself a little bit in this situation like if you make one wrong mistake you're toast and it's so cool like you see anduin and zul the prophet he's like Okay, jump off the, the bridge, and Rokan's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, just do it, you idiot, and then you jump off, and then boom, there's Anduin, and he's like, keep an eye out. Oh, I'm Boy King. Look out for the Horde. You're doing great. Everyone's cool. <laughs> and then Greymane eventually finds you, which totally makes sense. He's, he's a worgen. You know, dogs have heightened senses so he's got your scent and he's sending out like all his worgen pups after you and thalrissa has her her arcane barrier and it's like the same scenario when you first meet her when she's a withered and all those mindless zombie withered are crashing their bodies against her arcane barrier same situation here but with worgen and that's scary because worgen they're vicious and they'll tear you apart and they're just if if you can just imagine like like just werewolves just throwing themselves like on a bubble essentially like you it's just like millimeters thin and they're just like throwing themselves and you and like as a shaman i was elemental i'm like throwing lightning bolts and stuff at them if you can just imagine that scenario take yourself out of the game that's some scary stuff that's that's those are rabid dogs just oh they just want to rip into you and tear you apart and Greymane is like in the background and he starts walking towards you like oh he's he's ready he's he's so overconfident that he's going to kill you because the horde are here and his home stormwind and he's just he's just creeping along he's ready to go get you so you're running away from like the chapel area and it had like lich king vibes to it in the halls of reflection i believe like near the end the lich king oh here he comes he's gonna get you if you don't kill these things fast enough he's gonna kill you that's the same exact feeling i got if not like on a scale to 10 because it's Greymane and you're in Stormwind. And then like, as you're about to go make a turn, Dana's like, she gives this whole monologue and you can just feel the intensity of like, Hmm, I don't belong here. (laughs) Jaina really don't like the horde, but what's also cool. Like if you're paying attention to Zul, the prophet, there's a, there's a guy who drops a torch and he's like, ha, this little, this will be useful. And he's, he's like, setting things on fire like as you're running away and like trying to fight your way out and it's, it's kind of easy to miss but like if you're paying attention you know you can see him he's just like he, he breaks off and then he like sets a tree on fire or he sets like some logs on fire and it's just like you're not thinking anything of it so eventually Jaina ends up cornering you and there's an ice wall you have to break and Thanos is like what are you doing stop standing there break it and you're just like casting all your spells you're hitting it you're just like oh my gosh because there's Jaina there's Greymane they gonna kill you and there's just like this intensity to it it was so much fun eventually you get to the Zandalar Zandalari ship that Talanji and I guess Zul uh, rode in on and Jaina she's she's there she's ready to kill you she's ready to just give you a swift death 
But of course, she's so fueled with hatred. She doesn't do it instantly. Just like a regular old evil villain, she got to give you a whole entire speech. And then Zool being like, well, do you do you really have time to do that? She's like, what are you talking about? And then you turn the camera around, Stormwind's on fire. Yep, Stormwind is absolutely on fire. And she's like, holy crap. And Zool's taunting her. He's like, yeah, those frost powers are going to come in handy right now, aren't they? And she's just like, ah! And then she teleports away, presumably to put out the fires. Now, this is... That part was so significant to me because if you go back to the Lordaeron scenario where Jaina, Anduin, Illyria confront um, Sylvanas on the throne, when Anduin says, you put the torch to Darnassus, or no, you put the torch to Teldrassil, obviously, you know, Jaina's in the background, but if you look at her face, she just, she looks like, what, what did he, what did he say? Like, she, she looks absolutely shocked, like, I, I can't believe what I'm hearing. And to me, when Zul tells her, like, hey, you sure you have time to kill us? Like, go look at your 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 capital, Stormwind, and it's on fire. It's like that sense of urgency. It just it, it punches Jaina in the face, like, okay, I'm obviously a frost mage. I gotta put this out. I can't let what happened to Darnass has happened to Stormwind. So of course, she leaves and you get on the boat. And that was super super cool to like just think about like all these callbacks. Like ah, I love it when Blizzard does that. They 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 give they feed you little tiny spoonfuls and then they give you the entire bowl. <laughs> so entire cutscene happens. They're all talking. You're on the ship, all that good stuff. Turns out the Alliance was chasing you down. Obviously, like why why wouldn't they chase you down? You know, you're, you're escaped captives. You know, you just raised their city. Of course, they're gonna be pissed. They're gonna come after you. So they're taking pot shots at the ship, and it looks like everybody on the ship's done for. But then Talanji, she prays to her Loa. I think it's I think it's Rizok. I, I I didn't make the connection. Like I didn't pay attention too much. But yeah, the big Dino Loa comes out and helps the ship through. Like he he pushes the ship. Like the Horde got to be pushed by a Dino Loa in the ocean on a boat. And on top of that. They get to the island, and boom, there's a bunch of Zandalari ships, and then they send down all these cannonball missile things, and Talanji's like, boom, and it blows up all the Alliance ships in the background. It was the coolest freaking scene, and it was reminiscent to Iron Man 1, when uh, Iron Man, I can't even, I'm a DC guy, I don't remember his name, Robert Downey Jr., whatever his name is, where like the same thing with the missile, missile thing callbacks love it i love all the little movie references and puns that's going on in this expansion so you 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 get to the great seal and zandalari obviously don't like the horde and you got a quest with them to you know to make them like you but prophet don't like you their little general dude doesn't like you so that's like the whole setup like make us like you make the zandalari 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 worth it to have to to uh, to join the horde so i like how it sets up the story that way but just how beautiful this area is. Zuldazar is so pretty. Like, I, I didn't think I would like... I, I didn't think I would like it as much as I do. It's giant pyramid. It's got some, like, Aztec vibes to it, but also Haitian things going on, too. Like, the, the Zandalari troll accents. Like, their, their Loa Buonsamdi is, you know, based off the... I don't know how to say his name properly... Buon Samaday, Baron Baron Samaday. 
or something like that. I don't know. He's 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 the god of life and no, he's the god of death. Super cool stuff. But yeah, it, it's just everything is like that's in there. It, it, I I really like it because there's so much culture going on, like in a in a video game that borrows from real life. It, the the pyramid is like ginormous. There's lush green wildlife around there's dinosaurs and it doesn't even get in the way of the game like it doesn't look out of place which is really weird because it's dinosaurs and like the last time i recall like seeing a dinosaur that was kind of significant was in an in ungoro crater and even then like it was kind of cool it didn't seem too out of place for world of warcraft but this area just looks like and it one always been part of world of warcraft and two like they just they fit it in so perfectly like it like it was a missing piece of world of warcraft like like they made it as if it was something that world of warcraft needed we didn't know that it needed it but it's there now and why because all these employees put their freaking hard work and passion into this they wanted to you can tell they wanted to make this expansion the expansion like i thought legion was going to be the expansion no 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 they they, they, they did the thing where they give you an expectation. They, they put the bar, like, right at eye level. And then they just catapult it higher. <laughs> That's what it feels like in this expansion. It's so much fun. So after I did the Zuldzar area, and uh, Gabrielle had actually did the, um, the Alliance side stuff, because she, she had a druid. She boosted a goblin mage after... But she had um, she had a druid, and she really did like the the alliance side, and she was telling me a little bit about it. So I was like, okay, I'll go on my alliance character and check it out. Obviously, I want to see everything that this game has to offer. So I booted up my my rogue, my worgen rogue, and got on the ship and saw the cutscene. Now this kind of sucked because I I, know, I saw that a lot of people actually missed out on it, unfortunately, because due to a bug. So the the whole scenario, if I recall correctly, it has Jaina and she's like going through like this little callback she's having like a hallucination and she sees herself as a young girl oh it's so it's so sad and she's with her father like as a young girl and Jaina older Jaina is just like watching this unfold and it's just like a really heartfelt scene and her mom calls her and you know and and then her dad as a ghost like turns around like this it was like a spook scene he turns around like half his face is like all drooping and cut he looks like half forsaken it's it was so cool because i'm a huge like halloween fan i love all that spooky stuff and when i saw that i like i was like oh this is so good like i got i got hyped and just super ready so seeing that cutscene and then like what followed it i I, I can't even explain myself right now because I'm, I'm having all these flashbacks to like the feelings I had watching these cutscenes. There's so much facial expression. There's so much going on. And it's hard to believe that WoW is a 10 plus year old game because watching these cutscenes and then, and then like after they finish you walking around, it doesn't feel like World of Warcraft. It feels like a different game with World of Warcraft elements. And that's a good thing. And that says a lot about Blizzard because they're not giving up on this game and neither are its consumers. I know I'm not going to give up on it, at least not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that that cutscene was 
it was super cool because you can see Jaina's facial expressions. You see the facial expressions of everyone else. And it, it's like pre-rendered, but it's like in-game stuff. So, like, you can only imagine the task that went into the, these cutscenes. Um, there was a wonderful, wonderful interview with Scott Johnson and Chris Metzen. And Chris Metzen, he, 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 he mentioned that, like, some of this stuff was, like, years in the making already. So, you know, like... It, it's incredible to see the reaction of people and then going on social media and seeing the reaction of the people themselves who made it reacting to the people seeing their work. So it's like, it's like heartfelt. Like when battle for Azeroth dropped and you saw like all the reactions and then you see like Taryn Gregory, like retweeting and like responding to stuff. And you see Christy golden, like squealing and, and things like that. And you, you get like the occasional hidden gem of a blizzard employee who doesn't have a lot of followers. And they're like super excited that something that they worked on, like even it's like the most minor thing that they worked on is like finally being seen. And then like, it has like 600 likes and like they're floored by the amount of support. That's, Ooh, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me coming back and wanting to talk about it in the first place. I just I love seeing the passion. I love seeing I love seeing the work. It's it's so good. It's like I'm I'm hungry for creativity and I'm hungry for story and I'm just being fed all this good stuff and it's so much fun. But after that whole cutscene on the alliance side, um I just I walked around Kulturas Kulturos, I don't know how to pronounce it properly, but anyways, I walked around there, and I really enjoyed it. See, okay, so this this is gonna be a little off topic, but I work for Medieval Times, and our it's not really competition. It's there's another uh, dinner show that's literally right next to us called Pirates Dinner Adventure, and like the whole thing is like there's a competition between Medieval Times and Pirates Dinner Adventure, and I've had like some disputes with like the pirates at whatever at at trade shows like as i'm dressed up as a knight like there's like a quote-unquote hostility between the two companies i don't really care but it's like a long-running joke so that being said i don't really care for the pirate stuff (laughs) and like it it actually like i think there's like something inside my brain where it's just like i'm subconsciously like and i'm I'm enjoying the content but like in the back of my head i'm just like oh but it's all it's all pirate stuff (laughs) but i like the whole pirates of the caribbean feel this whole thing has i didn't get too far in the alliance side because i obviously just wanted to play horde but i really enjoyed it like it it looks super cool pirates of the caribbean ride at disneyland is one of my favorite rides of all time and you can totally tell that some of the employees from blizzard went to disneyland multiple times went on that ride watched the movies and like took notes and borrowed a lot of elements and that's another thing i noticed that blizzard does so when you're at disneyland and you're in the queue line you can you can see like paintings of like okay so say like you're on peter pan and right as you get on there's like a painting of like a sky and then like when you're on the ride and you're looking at everything on the walls there's like paintings of scenes so like there could be a painting of like a a a town at night london at night and it, it looks like you can just reach out and touch it that's the special magic disney touch that they that they have to make things look more believable 
and I feel like Blizzard borrowed that that art style. I don't know if it's like a a thing with artists. Like I, I honestly don't know if it's like a thing that artists do, or like you know when you're taking a class and they tell you, oh, this is what this is called, like you know like pointillism or something. I don't know if that's a whole thing, but I've noticed that like there's similar elements. For example, when you're questing in Darkshore and you see Teldrassil on fire in the background, that's not an actual model. It's in the skybox. So, same thing with like with like Disneyland. Like it looks like there's something there, but it's actually just paint. So, I noticed that, and I really really like that because it's 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 homely for me. It's familiar. It, I'm like, oh, okay, I recognize something like that. So, it it makes World of Warcraft that more much more enjoyable because not only is it nostalgic, it feels familiar, and I really really enjoy that. So, going back to my Horde character. So, I'm questing around, just having a great time. I'm leveling with War Mode on. Didn't see any Alliance because they start on two separate, I guess, islands, continents, however you want to say it. But I was just having a good time. Like, I'd never played Shaman before. I decided to level him up as Elemental, which I found out was probably the best worst mistake I could have made because enhancement is like ridiculously strong right now or something I don't know I I'd never played a shaman didn't look too much into it I just wanted to enjoy the game so I'm I'm loving all the little stories all the side quests I find myself getting sidetracked for the first time with side quests like with legion it was easy to figure out which one was like the main quest storyline and same thing with this expansion however the side quests are so interesting. Like, there's one that I really liked where you you help two dinosaurs mate. <laughs> like, that was so silly. And there's another one where you, you find, like, a little baby dinosaur and then it grows fond of you. And then you got to help it grow. And then you, you get... You, you, you try to train it to be faster because this goblin made it huge. And, you know, like, you basically care for it. And you get chased by a giant T-Rex while riding this little baby dinosaur that got that grown ten times its size. Like it's, it's just quests like that. And then like after you 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 uh, outrun the T-Rex, you gotta fight it because it won't calm down. Like there there's so much flavor to this expansion. Like and I just I want to sit there and savor it. It is so freaking good. And I haven't even gotten to Voldun, Voldun, whatever you call it. But so far, my favorite zone is Nazmir. Now, I said earlier, I really, really like the spooky stuff. When I got to the Necropolis, I got chills up my spine. Because as you're walking to it, if you have your camera aimed just a little bit high and you can see the skybox, you can see like that Aztec looking temple with like skulls and... Um, Bra- braziers like just floating around with the fire in it and then you see like that dark blood red blood moon and all the swirly effects around it I I stopped and I just soaked it all in and I think I took a screenshot because I want that as a wallpaper it, it's so good like it's it's spooky because like there's spirits here and you got to go meet the Loa of death so it makes sense like it's it's got to look dark it's got to look grim but it doesn't look like horrifying but in reality it is like these are spirits going to this loa of death like how is that not scary 
And it's like really nice because it has that World of Warcraft magic to it. Like it's scary, but it's also like not terrifying to the point like you just don't want to play. And I really like that. And I think <laughs> I actually tweeted this out. I tweeted at Halloween Horror Nights and World of Warcraft saying that, hey, there needs to be a one zombie maze like one of these days because this is incredible stuff. I mean, why not? They had Resident Evil years ago. Why not have a World of Warcraft spooky maze? <laughs> but man, like it, it's just it was so good. So as of right now, my favorite little chunk is Necropolis. And I think I will just spend some time there, like just looking at everything. Cause I really, really, really enjoy it. And can we just talk about one zombie for a little bit? That dude who voices him just i've never experienced something like that in wow before just like the voice acting's been good like i don't want to discredit anybody but he's definitely a shining star of this expansion he is so good and i hear that flynn fairwind is also really good but i haven't seen anything on him yet but man buon somdi is such a charismatic character and it's great how he talks smack to you when you die. I haven't died on my Orc Shaman yet, but it was so funny. Gabrielle was sitting here talking to me. She's on her Goblin Mage. She blinks away, and she ends up dying. She gets bit to death by these crocs. So she's like, and like pouting to me, like, oh, I died. And like as she's like talking to me, she's staring at her screen. And I didn't hear anything because she has her headphones on. She's staring at her screen, and she, her head just churns. And she goes, shut up. <laughs> Because Bon Zombi says, Oh, that blink didn't get you very far now, huh? <laughs> it was so it was so funny to see a reaction because I knew it was coming up. <laughs> so the funny thing is like if if I die I just have reincarnation, so I have to purposely die to see what Bon Zombie's gonna say to me. <laughs> Apparently he has voice lines for every different class that dies, and that's really, really cool. Props to you, Blizzard. You're you're giving us all these little tiny things to look forward to. And it's weird that it's death. <laughs> but I've been enjoying this expansion so far. And I really enjoy what's going on. I'm excited to see what's next for the story. I'm still not max level yet. I still haven't seen all the content. But it's really cool that I'm eager for more. It's It's been a while since I felt this way. And I know there's a lot of people experiencing that too. And I'm just, I'm really happy that this, it lived up to the hype. It totally lived up to the hype. Given we have strain, we we strayed away from Horde versus Alliance. It's still there. But it seems like everybody forgot about how mad they were like a week ago with Sylvanas. Like everybody's focusing on leveling and the other story, like what's going to happen with the Kulturas uh, humans, what's going to happen with the Sandalari trolls. It seems like everybody's focused on that right now. Like it just, everything that led up to Battle for Azeroth was completely forgotten, which is weird to me. It's funny how easily people can forget these kind of things. But man, I'm, I'm stoked to see what's next. We're still waiting on the Ashar Warbringers. Maybe it'll come out by the by the time this podcast is released. Who knows? And we'll have some more answers there. But so far, so flipping good. This expansion has so much fun, and I'm happy to have been here to see it. I remember last year at BlizzCon, there was a really cool panel just showing you like a sneak peek of what's to come. And it was like game design, level game design, or something of that nature. And they were showing us the blood trolls, the culture us humans, culture and humans. 
um, the different spell effects, what they do to make it look prettier. Like they, they took like the regular Arcane Blast spell and they showed us like how they added some things to it to make it look like an Arcane Blast spell, but not take away from the original design. They were also showing us how they were making Kulturas itself, where these are sailors, pirates in a sense, and they what the, what they're familiar with was like ships and stuff. So they took ships, cut it in half, and plastered them on their on their roofs, and they showed us the conflict with the Zandalori trolls, what's going on with the blood trolls themselves. So they showed us like what the blood trolls look like, and like their mask, and like what they wear, their culture. And it was really, really cool to see all that. And I remember sitting there just like in awe, like this is going to be in the game. Like this is the kind of stuff I'm going to see. And now that I'm seeing it on live, dude, it did not disappoint. I was so, so happy to see all that stuff that they were talking about because you can see like they had a twinkle in their eye. eye. Like they're excited for people to actually see this. And man, I hope that everybody who was sitting in that panel i hope they had the same reaction i did seeing it live and it was just pure astonishment like man this is this is so cool like i like watching the the zandalari troll or the blood trolls i like seeing them worship like their lowest like they're on their knees and bowing down and like waving their arms around that's cool i like that or like in culturas when you see when you see the the humans like they're like leaning against walls or like there's a dude fishing they they're giving everybody and everything like little little flavors and i just i really like that but hey i'm gushing and i have so much to talk about and i could talk for hours about this um but yeah i i really hope you guys are enjoying the expansion as much as i am and i i can't wait to see what's next that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the freezing nomad guys let me know how you're liking this expansion i'd I really want to know. I want to know if you love it, if you hate it, if you hate it, why, if you love it, why. Please tweet at me, at Perfect Nomad. Check me out on Instagram, at Perfect underscore Nomad, where you can see a little bit of my daily life. I'm starting to add to the stories. So, yeah, if you want to see what I do on the daily, there you go. (laughs) If you wish to support the Freezing Nomad, check me out on anchor.com slash Perfect Nomad. You can send a dollar my way would really appreciate it tell me that you love my content this does take me a little bit of my time where i could be playing well could use that dollar for a subscription (laughs) that's just a tip jar don't have to do it these episodes will continue to be free and i won't push for it any further i just again want to thank you for listening it's a lot of fun to do this and i really hope i make your day easier make the drive to work better or maybe even your work day a little bit better But yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you so much. If you want to check out a new gaming seat, (laughs) check it out at opseat.com slash perfectnomad. You can use my referral code. I'm going to throw that up in the the show notes. It's about like $200 chair. I'm still loving mine. It's been about three weeks, maybe a month now. Still liking it. So if you're interested in that, please check it out. But that's going to do it for this episode. Have a great time in the battle for Azeroth.